Sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price on our most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light-filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Plus, right now, Blinds.com is offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your bar- backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Go to the link in our show notes for up to 35% off site-wide. That's the link in our show notes for up to 35% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply. This weekend of the box office, it was all about family, be it Dominic Toretto's or a Baby Boss's. Plus, Seven of the top ten films were sequels, so there's that. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this, the 159th episode of What's in the Box Office. Hello everyone and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. I'm your host, Noah, and uh, God, I just, I can't. I, the forever purge, this is this is two weeks in a row where I'm I'm just completely whiffing on a joke. And it's not, I don't even see the connection here. The forever purge, family. It's like, part of the Blumhouse family. Make- yeah, sure, but that's just like that's just like a statement of fact. It's not like a witticism. You well, know? you know what they you say. Now I'm Noah. known for my witticisms. No, you know what they say. Friends come and go, but the purge is forever. All right, Does all right. Sound? See, yeah, yeah. That that is something. Okay. This is again two weeks in a row when I've completely whiffed on the thing, and you've just come at it with me right away. So why don't I just get right into this week's top five? How about that? Okay. All right. Uh, so this week's top five, uh, I'm giving the top five numbers one through five. <laughs> sure. And uh, at number five, I think obviously is uh, the number three. Which obviously. I, yeah, it just brings nothing to the table. Nothing. It's got squiggles. It's yeah, it, but it's, it's almost a B, which I'm very fond of. It many, could look like ways. it could look like boobies or a butt. I will admit that I in no way considered the shape of the number, which uh, could be a fatal flaw. Uh, I'm just going on quantity here, and three is just kind of the Wednesday of numbers. Well, if you're going on quantity, then three is smack dab in the middle no, of no, your no, ranking. No. no, it's not It's not a quantitative list. I've only considered the appeal of the quantity. It's not a quantitative really- list. You're just going <laughs> qu- quantitatively. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, number number four uh, is four, in that it's bigger than three, and that's good. So we are, uh, but it's just, 
it's not it's not qu- it's not quite enough. Okay. Uh, number three on the list, next up, is the number two. Two is when things I think really start oh, to boy. feel. I think I think the increase from one to two is way more important than the increase. From I'm holding out hope that my personal pick is your number one. So far, two so good. A, two is the first number where you have more. That's where you get seconds. That's where you get a sequel. Uh, coming in at two is five. <sighs> so close. Hard to uh, hard to overlook. So Just having five of something. Five is the most. It's the biggest possible when you're considering one through five. And that's great. But uh, the list goes five to one for a reason. Number one is, I think, the king of numbers in this uh, case. I think I have to go four, one, three, two, and five. One is second from last on your list. It's a line. What is one doing for anybody? Again, you're very uh, you're very shape forward here. But one... it's a line, and you never if it's good. No, if it's good, you never want just one. When when you're ranking things. It well, number one is the best one, and I can't make a ranking and not rank number one at number one. It just it doesn't make sense. Of course uh, you yeah. can. People do they, that's what it happens in uh, uh, March Madness brackets all the time. No, sure. one seeds aren't put posited to win the whole thing. No, but they are ranked number one. And I then think. when it's time to actually go head to head, they're not picked at number one. Perhaps. Uh, but I think instead it's time for me to tell you about the top five at the box office this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, number one r- remains F9 Fast Saga that made $23 million this weekend. That was a 67.2% drop. Pretty big. Two. Uh, that brings its total up to $116.1 million. Lots of ones in that. I'm sorry. That's a bit for the one talk. Uh, the Boss Baby Family Business I opened for at one number two. I'm glad that that's enough of that talk. Uh, opened at number two with $16 million. The Forever Purge opened at number three with $12.5 million. A Quiet Place Part 2 came in at number 4 with $4.1 million. It's a 33.8% drop, bringing its total up to 144.3. And number 5 was The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard with $3 million. That's a 38.1% drop, and that is up to $31.3 million. When you hear the title The Forever Purge, do you hear it in the way that dude says it in the trailer? I have not seen the trailer. What? There's a guy and he says something like, this is our kind of purge, the forever purge. And now whenever I see it or someone says it, I just hear him going, the forever purge. <laughs> I I can see how that would be. Yeah. Uh, literally never seen the trailer. That's so <laughs> shocking to me. <laughs> you don't know what it's about. You have no idea. No, I know what it's about. What if crime happens uh, 365? Some guys are like, the purge is great, but what if we just always did crime? Mm. I mean, is, what's the allegory? My understanding. What's the allegory? Takes place what's at the, the takes place at the border. So, mm. um, would have come out toward the end of uh, uh, the last uh, election. You know, would have come I'm out sure last summer. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm sure anyway. it would have moved the needle. Our top story: Universal domination as Universal held the top three spots at the box office 
with F9, the Fast Saga, the Boss Baby Family Business, and the Forever Purge. Nine, two, and five in their respective franchises. Uh, let's talk about F9 first. So yeah, I mean, that's a big enough drop. However, I do want you to consider that it was a holiday weekend. So, and in fact, uh, since uh, uh, Monday was a national observance day where we all sat and uh, just observed the events right. of the previous day. We watched um, time pass. Some people went to uh, the movies, so it actually made $29 million. It's up to 122 so that's $6 million on that Monday. That's, that's pretty big. But uh, I do want you to take into account that The Fate of the Furious dropped 61%. And that uh, this is a pretty average drop for a long-in-the-tooth franchise that's not exciting a lot of audiences. And just, we're in a pandemic, so that that's almost business as usual. Uh, it's up to currently with the long weekend 122 here in the States um, and the Canadian provinces. And uh, uh, yeah, it should get to over 150 we'll see how much higher it gets it'll it'll have to chase uh, a quiet place part two for the title of the uh, biggest grocer so far worldwide noah uh 500 million dollars the first american production to gross over half a billion dollars since uh maybe the rise of skywalker i'm gonna look up bad boys wow. uh, for life because I think that I think that's pro- I just wrote bads for life. Luckily, it knew what I meant. Uh, that was a, that was four twenty six. So yeah, we are uh, we are in a blockbuster half billion territory for an American film. That's exciting. Still markets to open, so we'll see how high that can climb. Uh, but getting to the getting to seven hundred million is a possibility, and I would say, especially in the current climate we're in, face saving for the franchise. Uh, you know, the last one made over a billion, but this one, again, not adding anything new to the formula, being the ninth movie in a franchise in a pandemic, still making, you know, top tier blockbuster levels, 700 worldwide. I, I, I think we're all looking at that as a su- success. Um, the Boss Baby Family Business uh, open to 16, as you said, over the long weekend, 19. Um I got to tell you, you know, that's uh, obviously the first movie open to 50, but that was in 2017 and not sure. in the pandemic. I mean, let's let, let's get real here. This was never going to make 50 million opening weekend. It's playing for free on Peacock right now and yet still nearly made 20 million dollars over the uh, opening holiday weekend. Uh very surprising to me. This is uh, you know, especially when you consider Peter Rabbit flamed out and countless other uh animated children's sequels flamed out angry birds 2 these kind of things you know i had said when peter rabbit came out that it's becoming a trend where animated films uh, aren't doing well the second time out lego movie 2 underperformed that uh this doing not great business but just more than i expected is encouraging um i doubt we're getting a boss baby 3 unless it's doing really well on peacock and finally the forever purge the the fifth film in the franchise uh, you know, it comes without a hook, similar to F9, right? Yeah. First movie, it's The Purge. Second movie, what's the hook? Uh, the second, the hook of the second movie is just that it got bigger. We're in the streets now. Yeah, yeah. The we're first in the one city. Was just the family. Now first we're doing just, the whole city. First one was a, a, a like a haunted house movie, right? Just sneaking around a house, basically. Home invasion yeah. thriller. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now we're in the streets. The third one, 
Remember what the the uh, the, I, I, the, the third one. Away. I. So the fourth one was anarchy, right? No, the third second one, one was anarchy. Second one. Second one was anarchy. God. I no is the third one with the crazy little girl who kills her parents and then comes after the shopkeep. Yes. Okay. So boy, that was a wild scene. I thought that it's called the Purge Election Year. The third um, one is election year. Third one's what election the fourth year. One? I'll tell you in a second. Third one's election year. Obviously I released think. in the summer of 2016 as a primer for our election. Also, as these movies tend to be, oddly, very uh, uh, foreboding, as sure. it was about uh, a female presidential candidate being uh, stalked by murderous psychopaths uh, trying to be transported to, I don't know, someplace on election night. Um and uh, and because she wants to stop the purge, that's why, and they don't want her to, and so uh, they uh, attack her violently. Um, that was that hook, right? Very uh, uh, time sensitive. Sure. The fourth one, we took it back. The first purge. Oh, the first purge. That's about the, the first. Purge. That's the hook of the fourth one. What happened during the first? Purge, obviously an allegory for uh, 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 discrimination in the inner city um, and uh, and just all that uh, stuff. So this one is just about um, uh, seemingly a group of people in an isolated part by the uh, place by the border kidnapping. I haven't seen the movies. So this is a guess. Kidnapping uh, refugees trying to cross into the border to slaughter them, I think. So that is uh, what's happening here. So it's not as strong of a hook as what I'm saying. So this making uh, uh, 12 and a half million, 15 for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's about what I would have expected, right? I think the Purge movies have nearly run their course. Maybe do a final one called The Last Purge. I don't know. These movies can't be expensive. Yeah. Um, let's see if it's got a Blumhouse special. There's also a, a show of The Purge on... Uh, uh, USA. F- oh, USA. I would have guessed FX. No, USA. Would it, I guess, with Universal. Would it surprise you in the same way uh, that I told you I have not seen the trailer for the Forever Purge? Would it yeah. surprise you to that I uh, have not seen the first Purge? Uh, no, I think I watched that alone. It's okay. It might be the best Purge. <laughs> I, I think the third one's pretty decent, and the... the uh, uh, the first purge is is uh, is I think actually uh, kind of good. It's it's very um, it does its uh, geopolitical stuff pretty decently. I thought the third one was really bad. Okay, That's my recollection of the purge. Well, three. it might it might have been bad, but uh, I, I did not... I did kind of enjoy the uh, the first purge. And it's I, I want to be clear that I'm not I'm not speaking with a memory of the movie that like I yeah. think the third one is bad. It's just my my memory of my reaction to the third one is that it was bad, but I don't remember much at all of the film beyond that. Uh, this costs $18 million. So we'll see if, if it can get to over 60, I say okay. do one final purge called the sixth purge. I don't know. We had some ideas for purge sequels at some point. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. Um, that's it for the universe. It was cool seeing, uh, it's, it's, I think the last, Suit to do that might have been Sony back in the day. Also opening this weekend, Zola, uh, the first movie based on a Twitter thread, I think, um, debuted at number eight, made one point six million. That's a one thousand uh, per theater average, which in today's marketplace is okay. <laughs> um, let, let me uh, 
Hmm. Let me tell you, I really, I really don't like the way you said the first movie based off a of Twitter thread. First of many. Um, can't wait for all of those. Uh, also opening this weekend, Summer of Soul, or I'll just do the whole thing, or When the Root Revolution Cannot Be Televised. When I've been putting that on my list, though, I'm only calling it Summer of Soul. Usually I'm fair. Usually I'm a completionist. I'm like, it's the title, do the title. But like in this case, it's in parentheses and, you know. Yeah, we we know we know what you mean. It's a long it's a long title. It's a long title. Um, made uh, six uh, hundred and forty seven thousand uh, per theater average of eight sixty seven. Um, over the long weekend, uh, did better than that. But um, you know, listen, it's a documentary. Yeah. This is this is not the heyday of summer of twenty eight. Also, it's just is it, that correct? Or was it 19? I think it was 18. It's also just harder for uh, things to break out. So I'm not I'm not worried about it. It's also free on Hulu. I think a lot of people are watching it there. So I think this is, uh, if it makes a couple million, I think that's a win. Plus, hmm. for all intents and purposes, Questlove got paid already when the film was bought by Hulu. That's how acquisitions work generally in festival circuits when this when this won the audience and jury prize at Sundance. Hulu bought it and I'm guessing he got paid then. So uh I'm sure people will see it. In our spotlights, because really nothing else other than F9 uh, opened last weekend, uh I just want to mention Cruella crossed uh two hundred million dollars worldwide. So that's chugging along also, just the uh, terrific holds for Quiet Place Part Two. Noah down another three point thirty three, um, four million again this weekend. Just right. legging That's... it out like a champ. Also, Cruella down under forty two point three. I mean, these movies are just slowly making money. So. Good for them both. Let's see a Quiet Place get to one sixty somehow. What are we at? 144. I don't think so, but that'd be nice. Uh, You don't don't think so, but it's not off the table. It's not entirely off the table. It's it's teetering on the table. It has huge competition next weekend. Yeah, it's it's right on the edge of the table. There's a cat next to it staring at it. It's almost certainly not staying on that table, but it's still there for now. Yeah. And that's all I got. All right. Well, then, when uh, in celebration of the holiday, uh, the big holiday weekend, uh, why don't we play a game? Okay. In fact, uh, it's time to play everyone's favorite game. Did Did it make make more more or or less than than open open water? water? We all know how to play. I name a movie and you tell me whether it made more or less than open water at the box office. For a bonus point, you can tell me what year the movie came out. Are you ready to play? Yes, I am. Sorry, I'm reading something about something else that we'll talk about later, and it's blowing my mind. Yes, I'm ready. I mean, I mean, I it is it is a question. Are you ready to play? There's there's plenty of room for you to say no, not yet. I'm ready now. I am. You are ready now. All right. I feel good about this one. Uh, we're gonna start with the film Hoodwinked. More. More immediately, right off the bat. Correct. It got a just sequel. A, that's why. Just a, did it? Yeah. I don't. I have no recollection of Hood that. Winked, that is. We know someone who loves Hoodwinked, and I wish I could remember who it was. 
They uh, bring yeah. it up occasionally. Really? Yeah. No, no knowledge of that either. Okay. Um, what year did Hoodwinked come out? Oh boy, 2010. Ooh, far too late. 2006. Oh my god! Wow. But still, that's uh, that's one point. Let's uh, you get one point per movie, you win the game. So let's roll right along to our second film. Uh, little known, you may not have heard of it, The Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> okay, I'll say less. Yeah, that's a good guess. There's no reason for it to be on this list unless it made less. But it made less. Yeah. What's that about? 1994. That is also correct. Uh, we did a uh, uh, and the podcast goes to that year. Yeah how does how does the Shawshank Redemption not make I uh, I almost said how much money, but then stopped myself at the last minute. How much money but would enough? you have expected before you saw the number? How much money would you have expected for the Shawshank Redemption? Yes, correct. I uh, I mean. I have I have no knowledge of it being like a big box office success, well, but well, it just it. Hmm? I said, "Well, you were three. Yes, uh, but I just mean like I know yeah, that no, Forrest no. Gump was a big smash yeah. hit, for instance, and just the Shawshank Redemption feels like a peer to that kind of movie. Okay, so uh, so I so I would have I would have guessed in the uh, the triple digit millions. Okay. Frankly, wait, I'm sorry. Does that mean three? Three hundred million? No, no, one hundred. Oh, okay, I probably, all right. I probably would have put it at a flat hundred. So, like a Pulp Fiction, gross. Um, sure, yeah. It just it it really feels like in the consciousness that it is a, a you know Forrest Gump Pulp right. Fiction uh, Saving Private Ryan level movie. Do you remember the Best Picture nominees it was with that we watched? I, no, not at all. Not at all. We've mentioned night. we've mentioned two of them. Was it? Uh, yeah. All right, nineteen ninety four. Was that was is this the same year as Gump and Fiction? Is that yeah. that year? Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, the other one was a uh, comedy. Oh, uh, Fish Called Wanda. No, the eighties, late eighties. Uh, four weddings and a funeral. Yep, that's the right. Okay. And then the last one was directed by Robert Redford and starred Ray Fiennes. I'll just give you just clues. John Turturro yeah. was also in it. Little scene film based on a true story. Quiz show? Yes. Nice. All right. That was not the year that Bound for Glory came out. No, that was the 70s. That makes sense. That was one of our big 70s years. But I think that was a similar sort of batch of years where it was like a bunch of well-known movies and then quiz show. Yeah, I think so. It's Rocky, Network, Annie oh, Hall. Oh, yeah. I can't think of what the last one was. Taxi Driver? Oh, maybe. What uh, was it, 1976? Wait, it wasn't Annie Hall against Rocky because Rocky won Best Picture, didn't it? It did. Uh, and and Annie yeah, Hall Rock, won Best Picture. Rocky came out in '76. Oh, it was All the President's Men Network Taxi oh, that Driver. Was the All the President's Men. Okay. Rocky and Bound for Glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good year. It's a great year. Yeah. Uh, 
So let's move right along. Uh, congratulations on your three points. Uh, yet another victory. But can you run up the score with your final film, 47 Ronin? Less. More! Okay, 2013. Correct. Wow, that was a guess. Well done. You ran up the score a little bit. All right. Uh, this may be a hot take. 47 Ronin, too many. Hmm. How do you, oh. how do you get attached to that many characters? Oh, you think they all... Uh... They all had like it was like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Or like they Seven all Samurai. had their own storylines or personalities. <laughs> yeah, but okay. for, there's 47 of them. One of whom is, of course, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, sure. Uh, which is not good. I think probably shouldn't have been Keanu Reeves in that movie. I. Uh, but yeah, so four point uh, four point week, a uh, decisive victory. Uh, congratulations thank you all right uh come and gone from a theater near you though brian you ready to go back in time yes all right uh this one might be a uh, might be a gimme for you but uh we're doing it anyway because we are celebrating fourth of july weekend this week we're going back to 2004 i robot okay so a few weeks after thought it was still will smith was in charge of the fourth july holiday Okay, uh, Spider-Man 2? Correct. That came out on Wednesday before, though. It did. So here's the, yeah. uh, so here's the question. This is, of course, a, uh, a long weekend. Do you want the, uh, hmm. do you want the weekend numbers, or? I'm going to try for the weekend. I'll, I'll give you what I think are both. Okay, this one, this one is, this one is especially tough, because... It came out on the Wednesday, so you've got. But then there was the uh, the Monday, uh, the Monday holiday, because much like this year, the Fourth of July oh, really? was on Sunday. Well, here's uh, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say eighty million for the weekend. Eighty-eight, okay. eighty-eight million for the weekend. Uh, that is correct. The three-day total for Spider-Man Two was eighty-eight point one. Right on. The, <laughs> right on. The uh, and then for exactly. the, oh God, uh, one, uh, one eighty. The, uh, is that too high? The total gross from Wednesday to Monday. Yeah. One eighty point zero. Fucking exact. Fucking a. That's, uh, also, fucking big Monday for that movie because it's uh, it's total gross uh, through Sunday, the July fourth was one fifty two. Oh wow! That was a, a twenty eight million dollar Monday. Yeah, uh, yeah, quite a successful those. film. I miss those. We'll get there again. Noah, we have an early reaction. I'm very excited, even though you told me I was going to hate it. Not going to be. I'm not going to be. Is it for uh, the fucking boss baby? No. I'm going to watch it. And that already came out. Head. Yeah, it did. Think but it could about, be a test to see how much I was paying attention. Think about what trailers have come out that you might not want to watch. All right. Trailers I, I want to watch. Uh, 
The only trailer I don't want to watch ever again is Snake Eyes. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to make you watch Snake Eyes. All right. I appreciate that. I. Uh, what else could it be? I'm really completely drawing a blank. Okay, That's great. Like well, then this clue. is going to go real well. You like one more clue? Yeah. Oh, God. Do you have one ready? Okay. It's good. Is... We just see a complete surprise. Very memeable on Twitter already. Already memed on Twitter. Well, and I've, I'm sure I've come across it. Let's just let's just go into. Oh, a actually, you thing. haven't. Okay, all right, fine. We are going. Well, I have to say it though. We are going to watch the trailer for the live action. His eyes are closed. His fingers are crossed. What are you? What are you crossing your fingers for? You don't have, that it's not it's snake just eyes. How I pray. Okay. Uh. The live oh, action back. slash CGI family adventure comedy film. Ew. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, God. I have seen that on Twitter. <laughs> you said that you hadn't seen what he looked like yet. Uh, I asked perhaps, you... I, perhaps I've seen it since you asked me that. Right, because I have seen the Big Red Dog, the titular role. That's Clifford. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. We're going to watch. We're going to turn the mics off so we can watch it. Uh, Noah will give his instant reaction and prediction for its opening weekend. Uh, but uh, it'll be fine. It'll, of course, be seamless. Clifford the Big Red Dog opening September 17th, 2001. Directed by Walt Becker, who's one, two, three, four, four films of note include Van Wilder. Or I think the full title is National Lampoons, Van Wilder, Wild Hogs, Old Dogs, and Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Ship. Noah, starring a, a British comedian, Jack Whitehall, as an American. Darby Camp from Big Little Lies. That's how you know the girl. Okay, sure. John Cleese, Tony Hale, Russell Peters somehow. And, and I kid you not... David Allen Greer as the vocal effects for Clifford. Good for him. <laughs> Which was the portion earlier in the episode where I was kind of taken aback and then said God. I was ready to play the game because I, I read that and I thought, is Clifford going to talk? And then it said, no, he's doing the voice effects. And that only confused me more. What did well, you think of the trailer for Clifford? The Big, I was Big just Dog? confirming that. David Allen Greer is who I thought he was. Yeah, pretty weird. Uh, here's the thing about Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh-huh. I don't think the dog's big enough. Well, he's a puppy. Yeah, right? I guess. I. Uh, man, shit. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this, with this kind of thing anymore. Here's, here's, we... here's how I see it. Yeah. It's, it is, it's for children. It's not yes. for us. Correct. And as a movie for children, it looks fine. It's I, I like the throwback with the magical teardrop. If that's how it happens, that could easily be a trailer thing. And that the dog just wakes up. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Big. But uh, 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 I, I thought that was nice. And then I did like him chasing after the big ball in the park. And the fact that it ends with the, you don't see that every day, almost made me feel like at home. I was like, oh, yes, that is how this should end. This awful thing should end with that awful joke. And, you know, people are giving the dog guff on Twitter. Yeah. 
What did you expect it to look like? It's a big red dog. They made it look like a dog, like in the real world. Yeah. If if they gave it big googly eyes and a big mouth like you remember from the thing, I think that'd be even more startling to people. Yeah, I think ultimately the problem here is that it just doesn't it doesn't work. It's just like a regular dog that they right. fucking color corrected. Yeah. Like it it would work as a cartoon. Yeah. Then, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm really picturing the Mitchells versus the machines, but mm-hmm. it's Clifford, the big red dog instead. Sure. And you could make just a big red dog look like a cartoon. Well, they did have a 2004 animated film called Clifford's a really big movie. Okay. <laughs> Clifford's but it, revenge. But it, uh, it bombed. Um, yeah. Well, what's interesting is that like, you know, I, th- I felt weird when she was holding the puppy and said, can we keep him? And then you just saw like a red, I'm like that dog does just look sick. And like, that was the only moment where I couldn't suspend my disbelief. And I went, Jack Whitehall is going to be like, no, we can't bring that dog home. That dog is, needs to go to a vet right. uh, for its skin disease. Played don't, by Keenan. Don't touch it. <laughs> Put it down. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You know. I just here in in answer to your question of what do people expect, uh, I expect people to approach all of their movies, whether they're for children or for adults, uh, and make them go in with the mindset that when this is done, I don't want it to look really fucking weird and kind of make you go, that's not right when you see it. Mm-hmm. And that is how I felt looking at Clifford, I think. That's pretty fucking weird, and it's not right. Hmm. Like Paddington, for instance, looks right. Sure, well, crushed that, it on Paddington. I think it's because he just looks like a bear. Sure. You know, whereas this is just a weird color. Yeah. Holding this up against uh, an Alvin and the Chipmunks trailer, how do we feel? I don't know about. About the same, maybe, I guess I do agree that it does seem to be going for more, like, just classical, wholesome, like, oh, I'll just write heavy jokes than, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks, which is actively obnoxious. Right, it's not like Clifford singing, you know, um, Olivia Rodrigo lyrics, right? And they're just, like, trying to chase the modern thing of youth. Right. But... I'd say roughly the same degree of interest. I will not be seeing Clifford the Big Red Dog. Did I get her name right, Olivia Rodrigo? As far as I know. Great. Noah, what is uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog opening to? I, I don't have any goddamn idea. Okay, great. Next <laughs> weekend. Uh, all right. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to come up with an answer here. So the Boss Baby did 12. Is that what we said? No. I have the chart open no, it did still. 16. No, the boss baby was 16. Forever Purge was 12. All right. So 16 with a well-known thing. But animated movies have been doing bad. But this is only a tiny bit animated and comes out later. So all that said, we're going to go with 14. 14 M. Okay. Next week, big weekend. Marvel movies are back shit black widow scarlett johansson 
Florence Pugh, Rachel Weisz, David Arbor, some villain we don't care about. We're we're basically watching this movie to say goodbye to Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff and hello to the new Black Widow, Florence Pugh. Uh, I'm excited just in the sense that it's a big movie and uh, it's Marvel. I mean, it'll probably be fine. But it's a big weekend, guys. Is this going to be the first movie of the pandemic era to break $100 million on opening weekend? F9 got close, got to 70 Is Marvel going to be the one to do it? We're going to find out. Noah, uh, yeah, go ahead. I... Would it would it be too much putting you uh, on the spot too much to ask you to answer that question? I'm gonna say no. Oh, I'm gonna say no as well. I'm thinking I'm thinking in the '80s feels right to me. Mm, I think uh, I'm gonna go ahead and predict uh, quite the flop. You're betting against Marvel. That's, I, I don't I don't know why. That's risky. I think it's. Uh, I, I agree that it's risky. This isn't, you know, this isn't a Noah Domus thing. This is just kind of a gut, whereas opposed to my Noah Domus predictions, which are very uh, well educated. But like in the forties, you said on December 9th, two thousand and nineteen, Black Widow would open to sixty-one million dollars. I did say that. Let's see if uh, that holds true. Oh, we can officially get rid of your in the heights prediction. Yeah, that went poorly. Put that as a big red. Yeah, that's fine. Forty-five million dollars. Remember Morbius, the human spider, or whatever. I know he's a vampire. <laughs> he's a vampire. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, that is it. No, plug us up. All right, you can find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm a Brian Deserber. D a s u r b e r. And of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. Uh, Black Widow, big uh, big movie. Return to the stuff. One of us is going to be right. Uh, I guess it could break 100. We'd both be wrong. But uh, subscribe right away to find out which one it is ASAP. Very exciting. Uh, that's it for what's in the box office. Oh, movie recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> Recommend a movie. All right. Uh, so I'm going first. I'm pretty confident in your recommendation. Uh, so I'm going to go a Bringing up Baby on Criterion? Yeah. <laughs> Good movie. Uh, so I'm going to recommend Zola, which uh, we went and saw yesterday. Uh had a real good time with. It was just a, uh, a, a, very, uh, a very solid A24 entry. Not a... Uh, not a perfect movie, but its highs. I Why thought, is that very high? Uh, well, uh, perhaps the ending <laughs> is. Uh, would it? I went through last night and read the Twitter thread. Okay. How uh, how true it? was it to the well, movie? I uh, pretty pretty true, more or okay. less. Uh, okay. Pretty well follows it. Uh, the Twitter thread has an ending. Oh my god! Which just blew me away. Why wouldn't they include it? I don't know. I, I really don't. The movie doesn't. It just doesn't have an end. Doesn't end. And that's, and There's that's no rough. end. It suddenly. It doesn't end so much as the movie stops. Yeah, yeah. It it does. Like uh, they literally have to put the end so that we're aware of what's happening. Yeah, 
as as it was ending, it was in the final shot. You and I were in the empty theater, and we kind of turned to each other and go, "This isn't the end, right?" <laughs> and then surely said, there's more then film. Yeah, and then it's something like that's about that, or something like that, like the end at the top. We we're like, okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's tough. That's not what you want, but uh, everything up until then is a ton of fun. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very fun and engaging, and pretty funny at times, and the performances are great. Uh, yeah. And I recommend seeing it regardless. Also, it's quite short. It's very short. Uh, it's a low investment. And I think a pretty good pretty good odds you get a theater to yourself, which is kind of fun. Uh, yeah, we were talking throughout the whole movie. I, um, I'm going to recommend uh, what you thought I was going to recommend. Summer of Soul, or When the Revolution yeah. Could Not Be Televised. Um, I saw it twice this weekend. Uh, went by quicker the second time, somehow. But uh, incredibly good. Uh, amazing footage. And uh, uh, Questlove and his... Uh, feature, uh, or sorry, Jean debut, um, does a terrific job and, uh, it's, it's just a blast. Uh, if you like music or history, uh, in any way, uh, it's, it's, it's really, really great. So I recommend seeing that and stick around for the ending after credit I, sequence. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Uh, great movie. All right. That's it. This has been what's in the box office. I've been your host, Brian. I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week. And until then, if you feel safe, go to a movie.